I've been getting really good feedback on this monologue for these EPAs that I've been doing all year. I've gotten callbacks from it, whatnot. So I do it. <laughs> and I forget his exact words, but he was like, okay. So now act this time. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my worst audition. All right, welcome back to My Worst Audition. And joining me today is the lovely Anne-Marie Yu. She was born and raised in New York and is the definition of a stereotype. Carnegie Hall performing, Ivy League engineering, figure skating, Korean-American. She loves performing and getting to express herself in ways she maybe usually cannot, which is a far cry from her painfully shy and chubby childhood self. She and her husband love to stuff their faces with good and bad food while watching good and bad TV. Pre-COVID, you could catch her doing something stupid. Oops, comedic, as she wrote. Monthly on UCBT's Mod Night and with other teams at various other venues in NYC. Now newly back from Missouri playing Miss Scarlet in Clue. Catch her being silly again, doing live sketch comedy at the pit. That was your bio, which I just read off, which you sent to me in the email. Here is my dumb, stupid, outdated bio. So, yep. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Realized you were going to read it verbatim, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to cut that part out and redo no, it? No, no, you're good. Great. Yeah. Great. We're going with that. <laughs> so what's new? Oh my gosh, you know, strikes, no work. I know. Have you been on the picket line at all? I need to. No, I, I was in LA when the writers started, actually. So I was literally there like the first two days it started. And I met up with friends who had done it, but I didn't have time in my schedule. And then I've been away a lot this summer, which has been great. Um, but I need to get out there. Do you feel guilty about not going? A little bit. I can't See, believe I, I just did I, I that right now. That comes from being a you very don't? self-centered only child. No, I, I don't feel guilty at all. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you don't live in the city anymore, that, though. That, you have that, a good that, excuse. That's true. I do have an excuse. I have a family that yeah. live in the suburbs, but I'm sure there are other people that are like driving in and doing it, and you know. Oh, sure. Blah blah blah. Overachievers. <laughs> oh, thank you for, for absolving me of my sins. I plan on doing it, everyone. <laughs> I plan on going. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on. You are, I think, maybe the, the fifth of these that we have done so far. And uh, it, it, is, it is a pleasure to have you on. Uh, we have a I'm couple of movies. Thanks for having me. No, no, please. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've been working together for a long time. And I know you probably have long some stories. Long time. Yeah, I know. And you were kind enough to play some really ridiculous roles in web series that we've done together. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I just watched so your reel. Uh, and my favorite line is you talking into the camera being interviewed at playing the character, this just ditzy, ridiculous character uh -huh. from our web series, I'm Gay. And you're like, I, I can't believe that uh, I got invited to the wedding when I was supposed to be having my nipples rotated. I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it was such a great line. So thank you for that. Definitely. I remember that being just like improvised on, and we're, we're all like, what the hell does that mean? Don't know. We're going nope. with it. That, that's sticking. It stayed in the final cut. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Well, um, do you, do you happen to have any stories you might want to share with us? Absolutely. Who doesn't, right? Okay, so I have this great one, and it actually then like calls back a number of years later. So back before, in the before times, before COVID, I was going into this pretty big casting office uh, for a big medical uh, procedural show on one of those big, net big networks, right? Okay. And uh, I would never book it, but I constantly be getting call back, and it'd be for like co-stars or recurring, you know, role type of things. And every time I went in, the assistant would be running the audition, and she always loved my work. I mean, obviously, right? Because I kept getting called back in, even though I wasn't booking it. Great, fine. So then maybe the fifth or sixth one I was going in for, the main 
casting director whose office it actually was happened to pop into the room and he sat in on my audition and he tore me a new one he was like this is so like absolutely not like that is not the way you I mean he just really it was like he treated me like I'd never acted before and I'm telling you like I'd been brought back in for the specific show like this was like my fifth or sixth time there and the assistant was in the room and she's just cowering in the background like not saying anything and so he gives me all these directions of how to do it and I take direction pretty well and I've been told I take direction pretty well so I, I take his direction and I do it and he's just like, mm, no, uh, mm. and then after like the third time, he was just like, all right, thank like, like clearly I didn't get it. Like it was his reaction. Like there was no way he was working with me. And I'd never gotten called back into that show ever again after that, after I'd been getting called in regularly. Okay. So I was like, wow, that guy absolutely hates me. Fabulous. Great. Again, this was like, I don't know, five, six years ago. Now, fast forward to a couple of months ago, we're in the strike. Like we were saying earlier, I've been going in for a lot of equity theater productions because that's the only auditions that are really happening now. And there's this big show that was debuted in San Francisco and they were holding EPAs for um, the New York production. And um, so I went in for and it's, it's an Asian American uh, play. So I went in for it and it was just have a monologue prepared. And it was this casting office and so I was like, all right, like, let's see what happens. You know, who knows? And so I go in and he, the guy who runs his office is there. <laughs> I go in and I'm like, not going to be bothered by this. I've been doing my monologue. I've been getting really good feedback on this monologue for these EPAs that I've been doing all year. I've gotten callbacks from it, whatnot. So I do it <laughs> and I forget his exact words, but he was like, okay, so now act this time. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> it was like act now say it to me like you're you're a real person talking to someone else like it, it was literally like you suck do it and i was like uh-huh and i was like you have any other specific notes and he's like let's take the first you know let, let's take the first 30 seconds of it or you can just keep going until i stop you um and yeah just like actually feel like you're talking to a per another person on that stage this time and i'm like okay and i do whatever i think he wanted and he's like okay thanks and clearly i never got called in or got a call back right oh so this guy hates me this guy truly thinks i am a piece of shit and like cannot act for anything oh so. my god that was great i've never encountered that oh my god i don't this is the only time and the fact that i have like a you know there's been like a five six year period in between and nothing has changed for wow. him about me is pretty incredible. And, and to be clear, when I say I've never encountered that, doesn't that doesn't mean I've never delivered a bad audition. I've delivered a fuck ton of bad auditions. <laughs> it's just I've never encountered somebody who just right up to your face like, um, okay, could you try this as if you were trying to make a career out of this? Uh -huh, that would be uh -huh. great. So Thanks. you came in saying you're an actor and I didn't see that. So let's try that this time. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, normally it's like, all right, you know, you didn't get it. They might try a second time and okay, thank you. Usually they're pretty diplomatic, even if they're like, this is, you know, garbage. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. No, goodness. he was very vocal in how he did not see me being an actor at all. So I was like, cool. Cool. That, yeah, that, that boggles me uh, because I've met a lot of casting directors in the biz who are some you know, some very nice people. I mean, there's good and bad people in any walk of life. And I've met sure. some jerk casting directors too, but a lot of them I've met are, are nice. And some of them I met, you know, if they have a problem, at least in my experience, it won't be like, oh, you're a bad actor, act better. 
It's okay. Yeah. I see that this is a problem here. Let me offer you this and see if you can use this advice or this trick that I'm offering or the suggestion that I'm offering to maybe shift your mentality or your performance and do it a different Correct. way that, that might be better. Like a good casting director, I feel is also a pretty good teacher. Yep. Or coach, this sounds right? like a exactly. really shitty teacher. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and I, I know you're, the cast director is not supposed to be a teacher. I know you're supposed to get to that point, right. just to be prepared to come in. But still, if, you're, if your goal is to try to find somebody to fit the part, because the cast director, you're, you've done your job well and easy. If you can find the person quickly and get them to fit the part, if, you're, if your reaction is going to be, well, uh, you're not good, try it being better good yeah. yeah you're just wasting everybody's time because that's not going to get Literally. the performance you're wasting your own no. time and that just doesn't make sense to me so either absolutely either say thank you i appreciate you coming in good day or right offer a better suggestion and act Correct. better <laughs> i was like great 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 I, I like, I could, I seen his name on the thing and I was like, I don't, you know, you don't know when they're actually going to, if the head of the casting office is actually going to be in the room or not. Right. So I was like, all right. Like, so who knows? And then when I saw him, I was like, okay, you know what, whatever, like get, I'm not going to be in my head about it. I really do rely on this monologue. I get really good feedback on it. I've gotten, you know, really far in different audition processes with it. So I was like, I'm confident in this. And then for him to just be like, no, I was like, cool. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if you watched the interview I did with Matt Van Orden, but we each said that we had a story where we went to a major casting director and they saw for each of us respectively something we were doing wrong. And they took the time to try to educate us like, well, next time you come in, here's what you want to do different. Like a specific suggestion, not, oh, right. go act better or you suck, essentially. <laughs> Literally. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Have you ever considered wanting to be like on the other side of the camera, like being uh, a casting director? You know, it's so funny you say that. I actually think I hate this. I think I'd be a great casting director. Do you know? I've had a few people like kind of, and, and, and I never seek it out. And I, okay, let's be clear. I absolutely do not want to be a casting director. No, not shitting on any casting director out there, um, but it's not what I'm passionate about, right? Mm -hmm. I love being in front of the camera and I love performing. Um, but I've gotten involved in certain projects just organically or helping out a friend or whatnot, where I ended up kind of suggesting people for roles and kind of accidentally slipping into the casting process. And everyone's like, you're great at this. And I'm like, Fuck, I am great at this, but I don't want to do this. Um, <laughs> uh have you encountered, you must have encountered like particularly good experiences in front of casting directors, like some have just taught you or been kind with you and patient with you, I assume, right? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Like if it was a bunch of what had happened to me, I don't think I'd be here right now. So. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, when I brought you in on this, I was... Annie, I don't know if I should do it. I was debating telling the story of... I know. The... <laughs> The audition that we both went in on and, oh, God, do I tell this story. Um, it was uh, an improv hidden camera audition and uh -huh. we, we didn't go in at the same time, but mm -mm. I saw your name on the sign-in sheet when I had arrived. So that meant- Because well, I went before you, you right? Went yeah. before me. And I went in and did a thing. And I remember I called you afterwards and I said, uh, Annie, I had a question. You went in for this. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think when she told you the, you know, the plan for the audition. And she, you were like, well, I heard the directions. And I, I said, I, I thought to myself, you know, I have an instinct of what I want to do here, but maybe I should tone this down a bit. 
to which I believe I responded, you know, huh, I kind of had a similar response where I had an instinct of what I wanted to do. And I thought to myself, maybe I should just ratchet this up a bit, <laughs> which was definitely the wrong choice. Well, we went opposite ways and that makes sense because I ended up booking it, I think, and oh, you did, didn't. You did book it. I did book I it. And I actually, that. I hated it. I hated it. But it was like in your wheelhouse, which is like the ironic thing of all of this. I booked it. I did it. I hated it. I hated it so much. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I talked it up. I have to tell this story. I know. I think you do. <laughs> I think it is probably going to be the end of my career. Um, <laughs> and I have so many other stories that could also be the end of my career. So I don't want to ruin mm -hmm. it with just this one. <laughs> All right. Well, we went in for a, um, a, a hidden camera thing, which right. you know I love. I mean, from exactly. even when I made Panhandler Party, you know, that's that's my jam. Messing right. with people, hidden camera. I. Mwah, I love it. And I, I hate it. I only went in because the casting director um, is such a lovely person. And unlike the casting director I, talk, I talked about, she loves me and is always <laughs> super supportive of me. And so I never want to say no to her. And norm, like not normally, she always works on really good projects. So I was like, sure, I'll do this. Well, But I hate hidden camera practical joke uh, things. So let's just I, be clear. I'm glad she loves one of us because I don't <laughs> think she likes me at all. And that's not anything bad about her. She seems like a lovely lady. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is a hidden camera thing, and the directions were she was bringing people in two at a time. There was no script, and two actors would just get selected to go into the room, and we would be improving a scene on a bus, on a, just a city bus. And one of the actors would be on their phone talking to somebody, like on a video call, mm -hmm. uh, about something really bad and highly illegal. And that, those are her words really mm -hmm. bad and highly illegal. And the person, the other actor next to the person on the bus is just reacting. So you each get a turn. You get to say your really bad, highly legal thing. And the other person sitting next to you has to react to that. So the other guy I went in with went first and he got on the phone and uh, he's talking about this drug deal that he's going to do. And, you know, they're going to get somebody and jump him or, you know, whatever. And, and I'm sitting there the whole time thinking to myself, Oh, this lame-o, he went totally vanilla. I bet everybody's talking about some drug deal. That sounds so plain. I'm going to be original. I'm, I'm going to really put myself out there and, you know, make sure that I'm remembered. Uh, that was mistake number one. Uh, so you know, I, I do, I react. I'm like, oh, whatever. So now, now it's my turn. And I get into this character. Before I say this story, please let me say, uh, if you do not handle really graphic things, things well oh my or God. you are a victim or know somebody of something really really bad uh this is the time to not listen because <laughs> i was playing i'm playing a character i'm not advocating this to be nope. clear i'm not saying it's nope. a good thing or to be made light of i thought that this is what she wanted and that this would get me the part so and, I, and let me jump in i support your instinct to be like let me do something different because you're right like everyone walked in probably saying the same stupid give me some weed you know oh where can i meet you on a corner and like as a casting director you hear that literally 50 times in a day it doesn't mean anything to you anymore right so like i support the instinct Th thank thank you Annie. i i think many people would support the instinct i think they would question the execution execution <laughs> in the interest of preserving this podcast this story has been edited if you want to hear the full tale of gary being an idiot you'll have to ask him in person and then i decided to finish off with this line that in my mind i was convinced was going to get me the part I, I was convinced that this lady was about to go off into the hallway and say, 
You can all leave. I found my man. (laughs) I'm convinced of this. I then finish it off with... I'm, I, I'm in my mind. I already have the part, and for about half a second, I'm just, I'm counting the money in my head, and then I look at her, and her jaw is dropped. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And then I realize, wait, what, what did, what did I do? Huh? Did, did I do something wrong? And uh, she says, "Okay, thank you." Oh. Um, and then the other guy walks over and gives her a hug. It's so good to see you. I guess they, they knew each other. This uh-huh. is my first time with this lady. And I'm trying to like lighten the mood because there's obviously now a lot of tension in the room. And I go, uh, hey, I, I guess you don't want a hug for me too. And, oh, no. And she goes, uh, um, thank you for coming in. Oh, okay. And I leave. I go home. And I tell the story to uh, my my girlfriend at the time, soon to be baby mama. And mm-hmm. she stands there and she goes, okay, uh, so this is your first time meeting this casting director. Yes. And it was a woman. Yes. And you decided it would be a good idea to. Yes. Okay. I'm going to be in the kitchen making dinner. I'll see you later. And <laughs> We're not going to address this that was, that was that. Uh, I emailed her back that night. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Maybe I went in the wrong direction with oh this. My God. Was, uh, I didn't mean to offend you or anything. And um, I didn't hear back from her for two years. She eventually did bring me in again. So at, at some point she saw that maybe like I was just playing a character and I'm not a complete okay. psycho. Um, I was going to ask if she ever brought you back she, in. She again. came back in and she seemed like a, a nice enough lady. You know, when I met her the other couple of times, she brought back in a couple of times since then. Uh, you, you know her better than I do, but um, that was, yeah, that was my experience with her. No, she's great. Um, so I'm glad she did, because she works on really good projects that you would fit very well. So I'm glad she finally brought you back in. Um, the, do you remember the next time you went in for her? Was it like weird? Was it I, like... You know what? I, I didn't even bring it up. I, I was like, I'd already well, sent her obviously. an email. Yeah, that's probably a good decision on my part. Uh, I don't make many of those, but that was a good one. And uh, I just, I did my thing. She didn't cast me for anything, but she brought me back one other time after that. Uh, but yeah, I sent her the email and everything. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, but I didn't even hear back. It wasn't like, don't, don't worry right. about it. It was just like, no, of course radio not. silence. Yeah. I remember you, when you called me and you told me that story, like that later that day, I remember, I, I did, it was so long ago now. I didn't remember the specifics, but I remember being, it, it being really bad and you just going through it right now. <laughs> And please, for anybody listening, we are not making light of. We are not not. making light of this. I I was absolutely not playing a character. I am laughing because I'm laughing at Gary being yes making the worst decision of his life. Yes, and he's laughing at me as well. She should. Yes, yes. Oh lord. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. I, I, I hope this doesn't cancel me, if only because I have so many other stories that could cancel me and I want to be oh able to get God. them out before that before? happens. You're like, let me deserve, <laughs> let me earn this cancellation. Let me get them all out before I do. No, everyone cares. He's so lovely. He's so talented. That it was just a very bad improv decision on your part, yeah. but you know what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, the, the judgment isn't, isn't always there. No, I know. And well, so great. The ironic thing is, if I remember the the, the the job, I ended up booking it. And A, I already, okay, like I said before, I already hate 
hidden camera in practice, like like impractical jokester show type things. And so it was, I think only, was it only me or did they book a couple of actors? I don't remember, but if they booked a couple of actors, we weren't together. So it was just me on set, quote unquote. And I remember they had to like cut my sweater open for the hidden camera, like to kind of be through it. Oh. So then I had to like fight them to re reimburse me for them literally cutting my sweater yeah. open. Yeah. yeah. And so I did, but like I had to fight for it. And it just seemed like it was just like a, like I was wearing like this flak jacket, like full of like all this, like, you know, not only the hidden camera, but like what powered it and like the receivers and all that. So this is like really heavy, bulky thing. And I think because there were so many signals and they were like literally in the next room, you know, trying to get the footage as it was coming in, like all these signals were fucking it up. So they weren't getting the feed correctly. So like every time they brought in a person for us to do the joke on, Half, like the first half day, I think was a wash because they couldn't capture it correctly. So like we kept having to do it, and then I remember just having this like this miserable day because I I just like don't like picking playing practical jokes on people. And then the casting director, who I love and she like loves me, called me that night. She was like, "They loved you. Um, they need a second day. Do you want to like like would you be going back for a second day?" And I'm just like, "Fine. <laughs> like I don't want to say no to her and it's work, but like I." hated that oh. day i truly hated it wow. so i went back for a second day and I, I don't know did it ever air i have no idea i've never seen this thing if it did so oh. I, yeah i really would be curious to see it now i'm i'm i didn't realize that you booked it or maybe you told me and i forgot i don't know yeah but that's great good for you i'm glad you did at least <laughs> oh god yeah the oh, irony of this industry so, that that is crazy that you had a fight to get reimbursed because i'm thinking you know I've produced some stuff and the stuff that I produce, you know, out of pocket is, you know, small penny ante stuff. But sure. if in the process of having to shoot it, I had to tear somebody's sweater, no question. It wouldn't be a question. Yes, you're absolutely getting reimbursed. Tell me how much it totally. is. You're getting the money. No questions asked. There's no like, well, I need right. no, how much was it? Here's the money done. Done. Yeah. So that, or if you know you have to do that, provide me your like a it, sweater it, that you've purchased it, that you can destroy, right? It, exactly. And that's what you should be doing. Yeah. I here's the sweater. Right. But if it's you know last minute, we can't do anything else. Let me reimburse you. So that, definitely. That, and for a major production that has money, you know, not like right. Gary out of pocket. That that bothers <laughs> me that you had to fight yeah. for that. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Mm hmm. Wow. All right. And you don't remember, do you remember what like the bad scenario was, what it ended up being? It was just a bunch of like, it was, a, it was an apartment in Brooklyn and they had this weird, um, what was it? Like those segues, but it had an iPad on it. Okay. So it was kind of like, an, it was like a, I guess a precursor, like AI sort of thing. Yeah. So like and this iPad and whoever they, they would call different like services, like a task rabbit or a delivery person or like a cleaner. And they would come to the door and this like AI thing would answer it. Or like they, it would like shout out to them, like the doors open. So they'd come in and they'd come in essentially to this, like either me being like, I, I'd first come like greet them and be like, Hey, like I need you to clean this apartment, but I actually have to step out. Like, um, but just clean the living. I don't know. You know, I give them like some generic instructions and then I would leave. Um, and then there'd be like hidden cameras also set up or around, you know, on the ceilings or in the bookcases, whatever. And they'd be dealing with this, like, even the Segway would roll out and like start interacting with them and you'd watch them freak out, like being like, what is this weird robot thing doing here? Okay. Or I think maybe sometimes they'd hide it, but they'd just hear the voice. Okay. So it was just like this weird, like, let's pr like practical joke, these like poor delivery service people who have no idea what they're getting into. And they're, they're just here to like do their job. So, so it was, I hated it. It was I even like, it. so even the suggestion, it wasn't even like a bad, highly legal thing. That was just something she was using for 
I guess the the casting just to see how people would react. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think the I think the highly illegal thing, if it happened, was not from me. It was from like the iPad Segway AI thing, and it was to watch them how they would react being alone in a space where they're supposed to be doing their job that they were hired to do. Okay, um, but being confronted by this like you know awkward weird question. I I th I th if ever, if I recall, it was something like that. Okay, wow. All right. Well, that, now, now I know. It is always interesting, and you know, we've we've both been on, you know, this where you don't get a role, and then you see what it actually ends up looking. Mm -hmm. And it is always interesting to see that. And I was talking with somebody on a previous episode that's not up yet. I think ninety five percent of the time, when I finally see the project, if I see the project that I auditioned for and that I didn't get, I'm like, okay, I understand why I didn't get this. Yeah, definitely, the sure. other person was much better for this part than than I was. Um, have you ever do you really feel like that though? No, no, I, I, I do. They, they, they like okay. got, they were in the role that, that what they were doing was a better take on it than what I was doing. And, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad actor or that person's like, sure. a, you know, a much better actor. It just means that they were the right person for the part and, you know, kudos to them. You know, they got it. Um, are, are there ever times like where you look at it and you're like, uh, what were they thinking? I, I definitely, that should have been me. Oh, for me, yeah. and I will stipulate this by saying this is just my opinion. I unfortunately can't <laughs> prove it, but it's always a white girl who books it over me. Interesting. Almost like 90% it's a white person. And I'm just like, okay, you filled your f***ing POC quota already. So like I, I missed that quota. Like I didn't oh. fill the quota. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they weren't particularly, like, like you said, like I believe in my abilities. So like I know I would have done a great job too. So it's not like they killed it, like they crushed it extra. It's just they were white. <laughs> Sounds interesting like, great yeah. okay and you know and i have another that reminds me of another story that i don't i don't know if i should i can't do two canceled stories <laughs> i'll save it for another podcast but damn it there there was one where i was reading for an indie film and i asked to read for another character and they said well that that part's actually reserved for you know an asian person and then i uh i asked to read for it anyway and <laughs> i won't go into the story of what <laughs> happened after that not on this one i'll do it another time when People are like, yeah, all right, let's give Gary a second chance. That's that's when I'll just that's what like, yeah, like this no. is why you should not have given me yeah. a second chance. Here we go. Exactly. Eliminate all doubt. He shouldn't be allowed to work in anything <laughs> anymore. Uh Annie, uh, unless there's anything else you want to add, I thank you very much for joining me today. No, this is so great. This is so fun. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You're you're wonderful. Well, I look forward to having you on. And uh well, you are on. I look forward to having you up. And um, I guess I don't know. Uh enjoy life until we talk again soon <laughs> definitely thanks i was supposed to we were like my husband and i were supposed to pop over to your place last summer was you it? were you're always welcome here in the jersey suburbs I, i'd love okay well we have to because um i think your place is kind of on the way to where larry grew up and where his family still well, is so please let me know anytime we'll you're in jersey because i still owe you two dinner from letting us shoot in your apartment like five years ago Oh my God, that, yeah, wow. I can't even remember that. That was like two apartments ago too, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, we'd love to pop by for sure. Thank you. All right. Thank you again. Thanks. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>